I'm Brittany. And I'm Mark. Brittany and I are father and daughter who grew up in Washington State. Part of growing up in Washington was camping and, of course, hanging around the campfire. So the campfire became a place where we told stories, we talked about problems, we solved life's issues, and tried to figure out what the hell it was we were doing on this planet. Dad and I have always loved deep dive conversations about growing up, relationships, and of course, how to build the perfect campfire. Sometimes we agree and sometimes we don't, but we always offer each other different perspectives. So grab a beverage, put a marshmallow on your stick, Pull up your most comfortable camp chair and join us in the Campfire Tapes. We're recording. Oh, so welcome to the Campfire. Today, uh, the Campfire is in the, uh, in the Sapphire Mountains of Montana. And we are sitting alongside a beautiful rock creek, hoping to possibly do a little trout fishing, but uh, getting ready to uh, get ourselves all situated in for an evening's conversation, hanging out. So welcome. Please join us. Pull up that chair. And uh, like we said, grab a beverage or a marshmallow. It's up to you. Well, sorry, but I haven't opened mine yet. So You know you're behind. <laughs> you better get started on that. I'm here. So, you know, I was thinking about it campfires you know campfires past and, and of course the hopefully campfires to come campfires present uh, which is where we are now but you know campfires past I, I can remember do you remember what the what the rule was before you could go camping you had to be potty trained right <laughs> you could no longer shit your pants if you were not doing that you were not you, wiping anybody's ass yeah. on camping trips right. <laughs> so you could go camping so we went camping and, you know, the, the, I, I think maybe you were like three and mm-hmm. we went with, with Tom and, and Katie and mm-hmm. Katie was three. And, mm-hmm. and so it, I, I'll, I'll never forget the first camping experience, not only for you, you know, but it was also my first camping experience with a three-year-old. Mm. And I had no idea that my little ponies were so important. And I also should have done a better job at coaching you on what you could actually tell your mother and what you actually shouldn't tell your mother when we got home. Well, (laughs) life is about lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think we all learned an important one that Uh, time. You know, that was... What was the first thing that came out of my mouth when we walked in the door at home? Guess what, Mom? I fell off a cliff. (laughs) You know, the ridiculous thing about that was your mother specifically told me you know, now don't let her fall off a cliff or something when you're out there. So the first thing you do when you get home is you go, Mom, guess what? I fell off a cliff. Which is implies that that Dad was paying no attention to me. He had no idea what I was doing. And there I was playing around next to this cliff. And you fell off. And, they, you know, you didn't really explain to your mother that you, you slid down the bank about two feet on your butt and got hung up in a big fern. That that would have helped my position quite a bit in that whole deal, but no, that that's not the way that went. Even to this day, in my mind, it's so terrifying, and I'm literally falling off a cliff and like dangling by this fern or like a root, just holding on for absolute dear life. 
And still in my mind, that's exactly how I remember it. No. You know, I'm glad that it's so dramatic for you. But, you know, the real truth, the real truth was there wasn't quite that much drama. The drama ensued when you told your mother that you fell off a cliff while camping with your father. Yeah, but hey, that was camping trip number one. And we had many after that. So you didn't get barred for life or anything. This is true. This is true. It worked out in in the long run. It worked out just fine. It worked out just fine. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, think about, you know, camping camping trips past. And, uh, you know, I think for, for camping was certainly a part of, of my growing up. Not really with my father, but with, with friends. I mean, it was just something that we, we did all the time. And so, you know, to then have you guys uh, and, and grow up, you know, taking you camping or you growing up well I was growing up too let's face it but you know all of us growing up taking you camping you know it was uh that was really an amazing an amazing piece of our you know our summers together that's for sure oh it was the highlight of my childhood and the camp the fire was is obviously the the focal point for when you're a kid that's always that looking back and knowing you now you the like two most complicated things you can do with kids, which like you didn't like messes and just like the, but the, you took us skiing and you took us camping. And both of those things require so many moving parts. Oh, you have no idea. So yet. much body training, <laughs> <laughs> sticky marshmallows. Oh, and we did it all. Yeah, well, we did, you know, and I can eat it. It's why, why do these ski pants smell like this? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> because as a three year old, you know how hard it is. Well, I wasn't ever three skiing, but as a young child, the thought of having to go inside and take off, they weren't just pants, they were bibs. Oh, and so yeah. you had like layers overlapping other layers. Like, no, the thought of having to go inside to go to the bathroom was just way more trouble than just sitting where you are and in your pants. But you see, you know, the, the thing is, two things happened out of all this. And, uh, you know, and I appreciate, I appreciate your appreciation for the fact that both of these activities had a lot of moving parts. But they were, they were like pinnacle activities as far as I was concerned in terms of once we got to a point where everybody was on the same page and, and doing this together, it was over the top. You know, whether whether it was camping and sitting around the fire and, you know, no, stop, don't, no, don't put the marshmallow in your sister's hair. It's not really very good. Uh, and, or, or, no, 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 no. Are you really swimming in Cheetos stuff in the tent? Uh, no, really? What have, what have you done? <laughs> oh, unbelievable. But once you get past all that stuff... And everybody's got got it down. They they know their role. They know what they're up to. I mean, camping is camping's the greatest thing. And yes, the campfire is always a huge focal point. Well, and partly because his parents, if you can keep your kids, you know, obviously they're suborganized. We're going hiking or we're going to the creek to play in the creek or we're going to try and catch a fish or whatever. But if you can keep everybody happy around the campfire picnic table area, then you know you kind of got. All those moving parts, at least, you know, in, uh, in visual order, in sight. And that's, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got a question, I guess. You know, I, how, would you, how would you best describe 
at this point in time, you know, right now, at at, at moment, at, at this very moment, you know, who who is Brittany? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. Big question, right? But you know, since we're since we talk about life, love, and what the hell it is we're doing on this planet, mm-hmm. then Brittany, who the hell are you, and what are you doing <laughs> on this planet? How much time do you have? Um, that's a great question. I just moved to Missoula, which we are right outside of at the moment. Um, a few months ago, right when the world shut down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, when I think about like where I came from, you know, camping and sitting around a campfire is, um, a big part of that growing up in the Seattle area. Um, my life brought me to Montana for college, which I credit you for, um, but I'm not really sure. I don't know. It just Montana was always a part of our lives. Road tripping and camping, and you've always had a lot of friends here. And so when college was over and I left, I pretty, which was, well, we don't need to talk about time, but it was a while ago. Um <laughs> And pretty much ever since I left, I've been trying to figure out how to get back. And I went really far from Montana and lived in L.A. for a bit. But um, now I'm back and I'm just excited to be in the throes of everything that Montana has to offer, which that doesn't necessarily answer who I am, but that's where I am right now. <laughs> no, and that's, you know what, and that's part of who you are, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this is uh, Montana's a... Uh, Montana's a state of mind, yeah, as much as it is a, a an honest to God, you know, state in the lower forty eight. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome back. Thank you. I'm sure Montana's happy happy to have you back. Well, I hope so. <laughs> well, and, and and Brittany is is uh, one of five children between Renee and I yep. that live in Missoula. None of which yeah. grew up here. They all moved here and have have either stayed or or drifted back. So, you know, that says a lot for Montana. What a great place. And who is Mark? Too. You know, I suppose <laughs> that's still an open-ended question. Yeah. Um, or an open question not even with an end. I I, I don't, you know, Mark is uh Mark loves being outside. Mark's always been outside. Mark grew up outside. I grew up being outdoors and doing outdoor things. I I dreamed of oh, having a lifestyle that involved the outdoors, and I've I've accomplished that. I guess Mark is, uh, you know, Mark is a lifelong resident of the Pacific Northwest. I've I've been a uh, a backpacker and a mountain climber and a hunter and a fisherman, uh, and I still actively and passionately pursue my hunting and fishing um and all of that takes me camping and camping is uh you know when you go camping it's just not camping without that campfire so you know that's a little bit about who mark is but uh you know i mean I'd, hopefully more will be revealed as uh, as time goes on and uh i i think that part of the truth in the in any statement about about mark is mark is it, attempting to continue to evolve and um and that's not always easy and it isn't always going on but it is always something i'm i'm willing to consider so campfires usually on some level or another involve you know not only having a having a beverage but having a few snacks and you know certainly you know dinner or lunch or breakfast when you're camping and uh we were just we're thinking about the last meal 
that you had camping that you thought was was really outstanding. So, what was your last outstanding camping meal? <laughs> I mean, depends on uh, your definition of outstanding, but I remember a highlight being taking a bag of Fritos, and that's you know that's your vessel is the bag of Fritos. And you dump some chili in there, you dump some cheese in there, probably some sour cream, probably something else gross because we're kids. And you take a fork and you just oh, eat it out of the bag. It sounds really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good. And I remember you used to make cheesy rolls. That was a highlight. We always wanted you to make cheesy rolls, which were like exactly what it sounds like. Just little like sourdough rolls or French rolls. And... You stuck some cheese in there, some butter, I guess, wrapped it up in foil and stuck it on the fire. Oh, yeah. Those were good. Mm-hmm. Those were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, you know, food in general tastes better when you're camping, don't you think? I mean, it, it could be anything. And, and you know, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't normally like burnt toast. But, you know, <laughs> a little burnt toast camping is just fine. I, as a matter of fact, toast is great. I love toast. <laughs> well, and it was always, as a kid... Um, we grew up eating very healthy and so camping was the time that we could just go buck wild. And I feel like it was sort of a don't ask, don't tell policy with mom. It was like, you know, she just, she's like, I just don't want to know you guys do your thing in the woods. And we did. Oh, we did. Yep. But you know, I mean, as, as a, as a parent, you know, and I, I'll tell this story on your brother. He's not here to defend himself. But, you know, one day we were camping, and, and I remember being, I think we were over uh, off Chinook Pass in the Cascades in Washington. And we had a nice little camp spot there, and and your brother wanted to sleep in a little one-man tent by himself that night. And he, I think he was five if he was, if he was even that old. So, okay, fine. You can sleep in a little one-man tent over there. That's just great. Well, at the end of the evening, there was a bag of Cheetos that somehow I, I saw him with. And as I thought about it later, I'd seen him with it quite a bit. And when I say a bag of Cheetos, I mean it was one of those, you know, it's like a garbage can-sized bag of Cheetos, right? Well, when he went to bed, the bag of Cheetos was gone, empty. And it was in the middle of the night, and I, I, I happened to be walking by his tent, probably heading to mine, to turn in for the evening after a fine time around the campfire. And something didn't smell right. And when I opened Dustin's tent, he was swimming in this orange stuff. And he was sound asleep, but he'd gotten sick, to put it mildly, from eating an entire garbage can size bag of Cheetos. And now he was swimming in it and snoring, but swimming in Cheetos vomit. That's it was like. Oh, this is the perfect camping experience. This is just what I wanted to have go on. This is one of those moving parts that you hope doesn't happen when you're camping. Hey, we all have to learn our limits, and apparently oh. his was a garbage bag size bag of Cheetos. Well, you know, you just don't know where the edge is until you go over it, do you? Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if he'll let us tell that story. He might not. <laughs> he, in, he might be really embarrassed if I did. Sorry, Dustin. <laughs> 
but, you know, it just, it, it's actually a very funny story. I'd tell one like that on myself if I had one. Yeah. I, I have probably worse ones that we may get to, for, you know, depending on the subject. Yeah, Let's ease them in. Yeah, well, yeah, not, 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 not right now. It's too much at this point. Just too much. But yeah, snacks around the campfire. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I suppose one of the things that I've, I've always enjoyed around the campfire, and, and I don't know if we made such a big deal out of it, but we do this hunting a lot. It's chili mac. And, you know, I mean, you, you can make that as fancy as you want and go the homemade version, or you can have craft dinner and a can of Hormel chili. And, you know, you mix those two together. Oh, my. That's such a grand camping meal, especially if it's cold or wet or nasty at all, and you just kind of need something just all warm and toasty in your in your belly. That's a good deal. I do remember that, and I think I remember when I, the first time, actually, we were back here on Rock Creek, or the first time I was with you, and I made Chili Mac for dinner. I don't know why I was making dinner as like a 10 year old or whatever, but I remember it and I was in Joe's RV and I think I dumped food of some sort down the drain. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't good. Yeah. I I remember that incident. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. I I remember that caused some issues. (laughs) This is why you don't let the 10 year old cook dinner. Uh, well, you just you need to supervise a little bit better than I was apparently capable of or willing to. I'm not sure which. That's all right. Uh, or I must, maybe I forgot to supervise. I knew. I, that's it. Yeah. The, it might, the, I had the best of intentions, and somehow I just forgot. I mean, I'll never, ever do that again. <laughs> lesson, lesson learned. <laughs> True. So Lesson you know, learned. Yeah. It was a win in that regard. Oh man! Most lessons are learned the hard way, and that was here on on Rock Creek. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, not here, but it was up upstream from here. It's funny how you you when you camp, you tend to develop some favorite places that you, you sort of gravitate back to, and this has always been one of those. Yeah, you've been coming here pretty much every year for how many years? Um, thirty-five. Wow, that's older. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's a place that's worth coming to, you know? I mean, that's it. And it always has been. It's, it's a little more, it's a little busier than it used to be, but, you know, what isn't? What isn't? So we discussed campfire cuisine to a certain extent and your favorite campfire meal. If you were to if you were to come up with with uh, let, let's go the other way we, we talked about chili and a bag of Fritos with some cheese and you know that's like awesome super simple nobody's doing dishes this is, I, I'm liking the sound of all of this a lot however if you were gonna make the gourmet campfire meal what what would you what would you gravitate towards oh boy I'm not good on the spot um the gore I mean. If you're just if you're cooking over the campfire, well, no, I mean you could have a camp stove, and you might even have a little high bocce or a little a little barbecue, a little Weber barbecue or something. I mean, yeah, but if we are just like bringing it back to basics, and I guess this isn't like, you know, gourmet, but you can't beat a campfire grilled steak. 
Oh, how true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's obviously super easy, but seems like, you know, if, if somebody like shows up to the campsite with steaks, it's like, oh, wow, we really feel like we're living large. Right. So <laughs> yeah. And there's just nothing like a steak cooked over a campfire. And you can even like campfire bake a couple potatoes. And I mean, I feel like I would feel like I was living the high life with that camping. That's that's living pretty large. That really is. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it, I think so, too. You know, and if you had, I mean, you could get carried away and you could have some asparagus that you could grow with that steak. Don't think greens are allowed on camping trips. Well, there was a time maybe when they were outlawed, but I, I think for the most part, they're okay these days. All right. What about snacks? Do we talk about snacks? We haven't discussed snacks specifically, um, except the bag of Cheetos. We did, we did discuss the bag of Cheetos. You know, but yeah, campfire snacks. One of the things that always was along on campfire or camping trips, excuse me, was um, Oreo cookies. Don't. There was always you double stuffed Oreo cookies, yeah. and even better if they were the blonde ones. I yeah, but I feel like the blonde ones are a new development in your life. I don't think I've ever seen you buy the golden Oreos, but we were at the store yesterday, and you were looking for the golden double double stuffed Oreos. But I feel like that's new. Well, okay, maybe like new of the last 10 years or so, but yeah, new since they came out. I don't think they've always had golden double stuffed Oreos, That's all right? That's probably true. You know, so you can't really right. fault me for for not not missing them when I didn't know they existed or before That's they true. existed. All right. So, yeah, but you're right. Double stuffed Oreos, it, yeah, you got to have that. And, then, you know, and I'm always big on, you know, the classic, the classic campfire dessert treat is what the s'more. roasted marshmallows and and then of course the s'more if you want to take it to its to its ultimate conclusion right. the roasted marshmallow hershey's chocolate bar graham cracker s'more is the classic campfire treat food if you will slow roasted to golden or just you know in flames no 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 i don't don't do the marshmallow in flames that's bad (laughs) and you heard it here first folks if your marshmallow's on fire you have failed yeah that's no i I don't know if you it depends i mean some people like flaming marshmallows maybe but no if your marshmallow burst into flames it's gonna be like charcoal on your s'more or it's going to taste like a burnt marshmallow. Yeah, but some, like that's like a isn't that a, a jelly bean flavor burnt mar- like that's toasted a- marshmallow. Oh, Come on now. Okay. It says it's a burnt marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are toasted marshmallow jelly bellies, okay. which are really killer by the way. They taste nothing like toasted marshmallows. Oh, they do so. They taste just like toasted marshmallows. Popcorn ones also don't taste like popcorn. Okay, I'll give you that. Probably that's true. That's true. So, yeah, you know, and it, and it seems like there was a time when maybe Jelly Bellies were a were a camping a camping snack tradition. But Ma- mother's animal crackers. Yeah, the yeah. frosted ones. Your eyes just lit. Oh up. yeah, the circus <laughs> animal. Oh, what? You know, I even saw those at the store yesterday, and I almost bought a bag of circus animals, but I, I didn't do it. I thought you were going to. I know I didn't do it. We got we got double stuffed Oreos instead. And two kinds of pop tarts. What kind of pop tarts did you get? No, I only got one kind. I think. No, no, I got two. two kind. I got the s'more flavored pop tarts, oh, just boy. in case we, you know, like didn't get to the campfire, 
or it was raining or who knows, you know. Or we wanted s'mores for breakfast because Pop-Tarts truly are a breakfast food. Um, and the other one I think is frosted raspberry, something like that. Which also surprised me because you're not a fruit guy. Yeah, but raspberries, raspberries, okay. And as you pointed out, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what did I point out? That there's no real food in a Pop-Tart? You know, the, the Pop-Tart people could be potential sponsors, Brittany. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've ruined our chances of being sponsored by Pop Tarts. Yeah, which is what Kellogg or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, Sorry, but guys. no, you know, and but that's okay because I like Pop Tarts. Pop Tarts are great. Whatever's in them or not in them is okay because whatever they put in them is just grand for what they are. See, I'll, I'll and give then, you that. Yep. I mean. There's a whole bunch of stuff stuff that I'm I'm glad they don't put in Pop Tarts. Like asparagus? Liver. Liver. Gross. Yeah, liver and onions, Pop Tarts? Yeah, no, no. Frosted liver and onions, Pop Tarts. Can you imagine? <laughs> that's disgusting. Ooh, that's so bad. Uh. No, I don't want it. Any of that. You know, do you remember when we used to come up with the the worst ice cream flavors? Yeah. On the planet? You know, like Walla Walla sweet onion flavored ice cream. That's not even the worst. And no, that's not the worst. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I might eat a sweet onion pop tart, but I think that's just called like a popover or something. A turnover, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. But It'd be an onion turnover. Isn't that a Harry Potter thing where they have like booger flavored? Jelly Those beans are jelly beans, yeah, they, yeah, and they're they're all sorts of flavors. Yeah, you know, you you never know what really the good flavors and not so good too. Right. So like, yeah, the liver and onions ice cream. Mm-mm. No, not not in my freezer. I don't think so. All right. Well. So thanks for joining us today, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you being here at the fire, and you know it. It's. Uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with a campfire, but uh, it's also a pleasure to meet new friends. So thanks for being here. We're really excited about uh, where this goes and just have more conversations that just happen to be recorded. Yep. So next week or next time you join us, don't forget to bring your favorite beverage. We thought it'd be fun to wrap up every episode with um, an outdoor not survival tip, let's not get crazy, but just, you know, uh, a helpful hint when um, recreating in the outdoors. So, today... <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those things that we discovered quite some time ago that uh, makes your long camping trips a little bit more pleasant and easier to deal with are baby wipes. Think about it. Thanks. Good night.